0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro, college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or gaming imaginable bet online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive a 50 percent off welcome bonus with your first deposit make sure use the promo code believe b-l-e-a-v to receive your awards betonline.ag where the game starts who's a sponsor of the boss man show on your radio. Man, Show, friend of mine, friend of the show, Howard Bison, 1711 on the year, doing big things. My man, Kenny Blakeney, with the nice glasses today. I love the I love the glasses, man, and it got the fro going, too. I love it, brother. How you doing, man?
1: <laughs> I'm doing well, man. It's great to be on. I need my glasses so I can see. I can't see anything close up. So uh, to, to see you and, and to see what's going on during this interview, I definitely got to have my
0: glasses on. I feel you, but they they, they nice though. You got the, the nice ones. The, I love the big frames. See, when I wear my hats, I wear my smartphone. When I don't have on my hat, I got big frames popping.
1: <laughs> you seem like you're the fashion guy in this conversation. I just got them, man, so I could see. <laughs>
0: I feel that. I feel that man. Well, I'll tell you what. It's good to see you with Austin P man. I was asking about the Austin P game, man. What is your team improved on most since I saw you guys live at Austin P? You stole that game from those guys at the Dunn Center that that, that day against your Duke brother, Nate James, man.
1: Yeah, I I think, boss, man, you know, one of the things that we've done um, is just, we've grown up. And there's a number of different things that we're doing in our program that I think has allowed our guys to develop off the court, to come a little closer, but to grow mature off the court as well. you know, we really feel and I, I got this advice from the, the baseball coach of Vandy. He said in order to have great teams, you gotta have great men. And building young men is part of our culture. It's part of, you know, the reason I wanted to have the job at Howard. Um, because the legacy at Howard and what the people before us have done really have laid the path uh for us to kind of follow. So You know, doing things in the community like our social initiative, social justice initiatives, um, being active in other areas outside of the campus, um, wanting to engage in opportunities for internships and, you know, personal development and personal growth. I I think all of those things have really helped us come together, but also help us grow where you know, we can depend on one another and truly depend on one another during those times when it's, you know, it's time to, to really count on one another. So I, I think, boss, man, I, I don't know if that answers your question, but that, for me, that's been the biggest, I think, area of growth for our team.
0: No, it does, because I know when I was around the team, I'm not going to get in too deep into it on this interview, but I know those things going on. And it was some, some tension there. And the fact that you all overcame and won that game about three of your top guys, at Austin the I think it may have showed them something as well, that, hey, these guys behind me can play too. So I think that was a callous, actually, in my mind, that, hey, growing on off the court, doing what you're doing, I feel like all that is part of this, what you got going on here. And knowing what I know and saw, so now it's like night and day, and I'm happy for you and your team to see what's going on right now, knowing what I saw back then. No, thank you, and I appreciate it. Um you know,
1: sometimes people don't understand what they have until they lose it. And, you know, taking away things from from people is an important lesson. And I'm just so happy that our guys that, um, you know, that weren't with us at that point in time when you saw us live, were able to come back and regain the trust of our team. You know, for them to, I think, jump back in um, but to jump back in and do the things that they had to do to connect and regain the trust of our team was really, I think, a, a, a kudos to them. And, and, and it's a great, I think, uh, growth with who they are, because they're beautiful people. They're great young men. Um, so I'm just really pleased and happy with the way that that all came together with our team.
0: No doubt because I always make a point to watch you all play. Even if I'm on the road, I make a point to catch you guys. you you, my, my guy. God, I wish sure I support you. So sure, so I've, I've been watching for say, so Yeah, these guys started getting there, started clicking their heads. Now, as we're not both know, playing sports, adversity is going to hit. You no, know, things are going to happen. But it's how you respond to your adversity, how you come back from it. It's what defines you as a man, as a person. And I think well, as we discussed this last two, two questions here, your guys, your guys took that challenge, came better. From some from some mistakes early. Now look at how your team is now. Look at the best record how it's had in a long time. Got yeah, you all in a position to do some big things here, next three games in the conference, and coming in Norfolk in March there. No, absolutely. It's it's a uh, it's an exciting time for the program. And it's
1: an exciting time for our players. Uh we had a game last night against Morgan State and they they beat us pretty good. And uh I, we needed that um being on a nine game winning streak and i think we had won uh maybe a, a 13 out of a, a 11 out of 13 at that point in time um you know sometimes you, young men and, and even with our, our team overall can get complacent and uh to have a you know to have a to have a setback to to a, to to be able to move forward and have a reset um, I think for us is really important we have the day off the day boss man so uh, it's important for our guys to really focus in on their academics to get some treatment uh, to get some rest to to eat well and all those different things that you have to do during this time of year. Um, but this is uncharted territory for us to be honest with you. Our program hasn't been in this position in a very long time. Um, so it's really important for us together collectively to understand and to uh, pay attention to the details while we're going through this moment right now.
0: And no doubt it's been nine and two in conference play. I mean, the league is tough, man. I'm seeing you guys nine and two. You got UMS right there behind you, Norfolk, NCC, always there. You, 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 you guys have been the top four in the league so far this year, but even the bottom teams, SC State, Coppin is playing better. You know, you know, the stands getting together down Delaware, Delaware Delaware there. So it's like, you know, Kevin Voters, who you played last night, Morgan. So all your teams have gotten better this year. Because look at the records, uh, records in the MIAC. They're overall better, overall.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's a credit to our coaches in the league. And, and I think the administrators for, for getting the right coaches, right? When you look at it top to bottom, I, I'm not sure if the league has ever been this well coached uh, before in the history of the league. And that's not any disrespect. But as we move forward, we should evolve and have better teams and have better coaches and have better programs. That's just the the natural evolution of, you know, what we should be pushing for as a league and as as universities. Um It is tough and night in and night out, it's going to be a dogfight, you know, with each and every one of our competitors, every one of our coaches. And I think teams, when you look at the point guard position, you know, my my brother always jokes. He's like, you know, for us, Elijah Hawkins, he never has a night off, you know, from last night with Isaiah Burke to the night before that with Sam Sessions. He has coming up a very tough matchup with North Carolina Central's point guard. Uh, the young men, the two guys down at South Carolina State, they're very uh, explosive scores. Uh, you know, have got Joe Bryant coming up. So anywhere you look in the league, you have guys that are, you know, really high-level caliber players uh, at multiple positions that can really change and affect games night
0: in and night out. And one thing you're doing very well, Coach, is you're defending the bird, 11-2 at home. And talk about that environment at Bird right now when you guys come in there, man. Uh, I, I, it's cool that you. I know you probably wish you a little bit bigger, but the little the environment you have in the Bird, it's one of a kind out there, man. So how's the home games been for you and your guys to see their home court, man? No, boss man. They've been they've
1: been amazing. Um, our fans in the community they've come out and they've supported. Uh, they've had a lot of energy in the building um, from everywhere between our bands, our cheerleaders, our dance teams, our DJs. Um, It's been inspiring and I think it's helped us a whole lot uh, to play, you know, in sold out games at the Burr. Um, You know, it's been that way though. Last night we played at Morgan State, it was a sold out game. You even more Magic Johnson was in the game last night, uh, which was neat to see Adele Dell state, our last home game, excuse me, road game before the uh, Coppin game. It was their homecoming great crowd. Dell State sold out. So the the MIAC has a very exciting and I think good product. Um, and it's it's becoming a thing for people to see and want to be seen at. So, you know, our next three games, I'm pretty sure North Carolina Central is going to be rocking on Saturday when we go down there and play them at four o'clock. We then go down to South Carolina State down to Orangeburg, and uh that place last year was was rocking down there and then Closing out uh, for us at home at the Burr with Norfolk State, um, which there are so many Norfolk State alums and grads uh, and people that have some type of ties to Norfolk State in the DC area, it's going to be electric. So, it's been a good. Uh,
0: it's been a good year. No doubt, man. I'm. I'm seeing with Nick Askew's got the swim meets swim are old and pop as Well, <laughs> I got to come to swim meets real soon. <laughs> Absolutely. The swim meets are like a
1: party, man. He's got DJs. He's got VIP boosts, and everything. Nick has done an amazing job. And uh, what a credit to him and what he's done, not only as our swim coach, but also as our, our head tennis coach.
0: Yes, being a duels coach, sports star, but that's, hey, man, he's he's unique in that regard that he can do swimming. at his at the same time, man. I tell him all the time so Nick, I say, Nick, this was one of my failures as an athlete. I cannot swim at all. It's one of my failures, <laughs> I have no idea how to swim. I I, I love the beach. Can't swim a lick, though. <laughs> so I'm screwed. I said, Nick, I'm screwed, man. I got to have my life jacket on every day. I'm screwed. Hey, boss, man, it's never too late, man. It's never too late. <laughs> I got to get beginner class with the kickboards again. I never got, I never got past the kickboards, things, Coach.
1: <laughs> it's all good, man. You just take it one step at a time.
0: <laughs> no doubt. No doubt, man. And I uh, said, "No, what I love about your team man, is I, I looked at the stats, man. At three ball, you got so many guys shooting you know, over three percent from three, man. And how important it is it? Better spread the court out, dribble, drive, get them gaps and slots, and have you can have open shooters, get them them open shots to make them threes. Because as you and I both know, the, the three pointer makes makes games closer. Okay, make get them out of control really fast. Your guys can make them, and if you get on a good run, hey, you can, you, I got like a team out fast, and take take away that will and will to win real quick." Yeah, the, the three-point shot has become such a big
1: part of our game, this, you know, w- today in today's game. Um, to have that part be, uh, when you look at the NBA, you look at international, you look at the college game with uh, having the three-point shot, but also having positionalist basketball players, right? So now you have more young men or women that are playing that are capable sh- three-point shooters, so you can spread the floor a little bit more. And the, it's opened up uh, opportunities to be able to play one-on-one or to be able to get into gaps or get downhill a little bit and see if one player can draw two, and then we can make a play from there. So, um, you know, we have shot in the ball a lot better uh, uh, in, in conference play. We didn't shoot it great early on in non-conference play, but it was also trying to find a little bit of that rhythm and continuity that we didn't have at that point in time that we have now. Um, and Elijah Hawkins has done an amazing job. You know, he's a guy that probably is averaging close to their six assists a game. Uh, I know in league play, he's probably averaging more than that, but he's done a terrific job of really finding guys that, um, and having, allowing guys to play to their strengths and not to their weaknesses.
0: I hear that. And you know what? This time of year is very important. You have a real bench. Like, you know, having playable guys when really it counts. Because, you know, watch the NBA and playoffs. You try to your rotations. But you have, I think, eight, nine, ten guys you can go to and trust to actually play in these big games. Because you and I both know playing in tournament three games in three days, you don't have guys playing 40 minutes a night being dead on night two or three when it really counts the championship games so having guys twelve off the bench you can trust very important you I think you have that with your roster right now
1: yeah no that's a good point and the way we want to play is we want to attack and we want to pressure um, you know and being able to play ten guys where they can commit themselves fully for defending ninety four feet picking up being able to play fast on the offensive end. Uh, basically to maximize their energy and effort is what we really need from our guys. So um, in order to do that, I think playing 10, sometimes playing 11 is needed to really, I think, try to attack. You know, it's I'm a big boxing fan. Right. And when I, I love boxers that fight and they come forward right? There's been some great ones that haven't done it. Mayweather is one of those guys that has been able to be a counterpuncher a little bit. Um, But the way I grew up playing basketball, the way I like it, like watching basketball, the way I think is a fun style to play is really going after people and attacking them. So for us, we really need those 10 guys in order to do that for 40 minutes.
0: No doubt. And I want to ask you about your social justice project. I, I saw you on CNN, some little blitzer out there with you guys, man. I saw you got the White House, man, you everywhere, brother. Uh, talk about, this is very important, with the Roe v. Wade decision, and you know, being in the South where I am, Black maternal health is core. Centers are not good. So, you know, so what, how did y'all land on this initiative, first of all? And what really, what really triggered that for you guys want to do this? And, bringing what is to witness to what has been going on for many years here in the South. And I know up north as well, but I know down here's really bad with a lot of hospitals and healthcare down here. the way, way it's lacking due to not spending Medicaid and things like that in the, that nature down here in the South as well.
1: No, thank you for asking that question. And that's uh, a, you know, I, I got chill bumps when hearing you talk about that a little bit and, and a, a big part of the push for our social justice initiative, which we, we've done a social justice initiative every year since I've been the head coach at Howard, um, for this year, it was the midterm elections in Roe v. Wade that kind of inspired that a little bit. Um, and understanding that Black women um, have three times as many challenges as every other race of women in the world here in the United States. Um, we spend more money on healthcare than any other country in the country. And Black women should not have uh, the challenges or um the outcomes that we're having with trying to give birth to children. Um, you know, there are steps that can be taken, boss man, with uh, you know before before having a, before being pregnant during during pregnancy and and while the baby's being born and after pregnancy, that can alleviate a big percentage of women having these difficulties and challenges while while giving childbirth or after. And there needs to be a a checks and balances that is a national kind of uh, list that we can follow. We're working here with Mama Toto's Village in Washington, D.C., and their track record is unbelievable because they take those steps of having their clients go through the checks and balances here in Washington, D.C., where the rate is actually higher than the national rate. It's four times as high in Washington, D.C., uh, than it is a national rate of three. So there's things that can be done. I wish we had more uh, checks and balances to it, but I think we're lucky and blessed that we were able to, I think, bring awareness to this cause that is a underheard cause, um, but also uh, lend our voice and, and be a beacon for uh, Black maternal health. Tonight at Blackburn, which is our student union, we're having an on-campus event where we're going to invite uh, 150 people. Um, we have some people from Capitol Hill coming in, Mama Toto's Village is going to be here, um, people from the Howard Hospital, local local uh, politicians, and our campus community just to continue to bring awareness to this very important cause of Black maternal health. So it's something that we're trying to continue to amplify and lend our voice to. It's a really important cause. And like I said, it's, it's something that can be alleviated if we just had our checks and balances in order throughout our, the country. Um, because, boss man, it's about 6% of the hospitals in the country that are continuing to be the cause for um, our black women not having this success rate of other races in the country
0: no doubt and you know i guess arguably with some people who are my friends about Planned Parenthood, i said Planned fairhood does not just not do a portion it's for women's health it's for it's, it's, it's they, they do give you your birth control it, it give you your screenings for for your pap smear for your ob ob stuff they do that for women that's more just but i, I think people get pushed by the, the mainstream and the talking points, don't really know where it really is. I know where I grew up in Atlanta. I showed you where I had to car with me where I grew up in Atlanta. All we had was Planned Parenthood for people to go to to go go to Grady Hospital, then have their baby. That was their OBGYN appointments during that pregnancy was Planned Parenthood. Sure. And I I think I think boss man, a big part of it is not just
1: having the information. Um, you know, when we started out on this journey, it scared me. Um, one because as a black man, and I'm not ashamed to say it, I wasn't aware of the staggering numbers that, um, you know, black women are experiencing in our country with black maternal health and black morbidity. That was something that was totally new to me. And I think that I'm pretty worldly and I think I'm I'm, I'm kind of versed with a lot of the things that's going on in the country, but it's just a message that hasn't been amplified. And so for us to be able to have a voice in this conversation, to us, for us to be able to bring awareness to this conversation, especially as black men, young black men that can uh, use our platform to increase awareness, um, it, it's really important. So when we talk about like Mama Toto's Village or these other organizations that are here to really help women uh, with pregnancies, have successful pregnancies. Um, it's really important that, you know, the information that we need to get and receive as uh, a community and as uh, a people is is out there so we can understand the challenges. Uh but also if we do do these things and have the information, the benefits that can come with it as well.
0: And I'm let's do it, uh Kenny, because you know i know five women who personally in my life who had did not die, but they had complications with childbirth. And so I know it firsthand. And I'm glad you got to amplify it because it's such, it needs to be put out there because it's sad that, you know, trying to bring a life into this world can end your life. <laughs> That's the sad part about it. We're the, with no, the, with the, with the Black, Black community right now.
1: No, absolutely. And I, I just think those checks and balances, if they're there, boss, man, it, it will really increase the percentages of successful childbirths, uh, but also increase the uh, chances of Black women living through those childbirths and after childbirths.
0: No doubt. And I I, I love that the, on social media, the, the captain of the, of the day. Tell me about that. Where, where, where did that idea come from? I think it's cool to have captains of the day and hire people from Howard who are very, very prominent people who, who can, you can say, hey, this is like, who show who your alumni are and show people this is what we'll who, produce here at the method.
1: Yeah, I think a couple of things, we we have a lot of initiatives that go on with our program and captain of the day is one of them. And uh, I really appreciate you bringing that up because it allows us to highlight, you know, what we're doing in our program to engage our student athletes uh, on the road and also on home. So we work with the Howard University Alumni Association to identify um, alums in cities that we're playing in on the road. Uh, to engage them with our program, one, but also to engage them with our players. Um, It's an outreach program for us that's really important because ultimately uh, what I would love to do is we want our players to be able to have resources when they leave and while they're here, they can have mentors. uh, And then when they leave, they can have resources uh, to be able to help them position themselves for opportunities for jobs for the next 40 and 50 years so with that um it's really important to have the alumni of the day or the captain of the day program with us Um, but the other thing we do boss man is that we only support black businesses when we're on the road and and at home uh if we can and we probably do it 90 percent of the times so we only frequent black owned restaurants when we're on the road uh our pregame meals here at uh in dc are provided by black owned restaurants so we're just trying to I think form a culture and stay with the mission of our university and our community um, that black people um, are in the community and we are doing positive things we are ha- entrepreneurs we are uh, mayors we are business owners we are lawyers we are doctors and here's the proof to prove it so we have the receipts through our alumni of the day program, but also through supporting Black businesses.
0: No doubt, I think it's so awesome you're doing that because I do the same. I try to support Black businesses myself. Thankfully, I'm plan Atlanta where I can do. You in D.C. what you can do It's always good to to show your young men that hey, we are we are our mission here, and you're talk you while walking to walk and talking to talk about doing that for, for the community of D.C. And last one I got for you, coach, this man. D.C. community, man, how they've embraced you, you being from there, your team. Think about how it's variety to being in your home city, leading this historic program, and having people gathering us all around the city, around you guys, what you building over there, over there, at, at Howard, over there, man, doing great things over there, man.
1: No, it's been neat. It's been neat. And and part of that, boss, man, is that we wanted to have young men from, D, from the DMV. Um, when I got here, I want to say there was either one or two people on the roster from from DC. And just my thinking with that is that you know over the last twenty years or so in basketball, and we're we're talking about NBA, NCAA, and high school. Um, you know, at one point the DMV, and I'm not sure if this is still true, had more NBA players. Uh, in the NBA in any other area in the country. We had more Division I players than any other area uh, than other cities in the country. And our high school programs uh, are incredibly, you know, rich with great coaching, great talent. And then when you look at the grassroots program, you look at the trainers, you know, same there. So understanding that you know, you know, your DNA, you know, where these young men are from, you know, where they were, um, where they were coached. And so there's a relationship there. There's a track record. You can go back and check, you know, their their DNA a little bit and understand who these young men are before you have them. You understand that they were winners. You understand that they played against, you know, 10 top 25 teams, uh, you know, during the year uh, and how that reflected to them when when those hot lights were on them. Uh, so that was the first part of it, was to try to get young men from the DMV that could, I think, connect with our community outside of the campus community uh, with the DMV basketball community.
0: No doubt. Well, man, Kenny, I, I'm happy for you, brother. You know that, man. I I'm glad you can be handling business while I'm in D.C. You'll be in Norfolk. But we come to DC on the sixth. Um, for the we got we come down on the sixth. So I'll be there. You'll see they're having a good time while you're up there when me at championship, my brother. Thank you, man. Take it easy on my Washington Wizards, man. Hey, we battle for the play. <laughs> the play-in battle right there. The two games at the Capitol World Center will be, be the will be the play-in battle, coach Phillier right now. Then then if that's the case, then boss man, I hope you guys win so we can get a better lottery pick. Yes, you do. Hey, Tommy's not jumping very well. The draft picks, Rui's gone, Kispert. I don't know what we're doing. Daniel Gaffer, I don't know. You know. Hey, it's
1: it's uh it's a process, you know, and and it's like I, I tell all of our guys and our fans, it was like you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, so let's just yes. keep it
0: open. Well, I I know this because he's gonna opt out and get more money. Kuzma's going to get at least $20 million a year. So you're going to have a core of Bill, Kuzma, and Porzingis, and we don't know what else I'm going to roster. I, I trust that
1: our brass and our front office people and our ownership will make the right decision.
0: Hire me as the cap guy. I, I know the cap very well. Hire me as the cap guy. I got you all.
1: <laughs> you just made your pitch. At those guys on your social media with this. I've, I'll stamp it. <laughs> you no, know, hey, because you, because you know, I know, you know, I, I know. do know. We've had a lot of conversations about it, and I, I appreciate you uh, always <laughs> explaining it to me because it's a complicated thing that uh, not too many people understand. And you do, you do a great job at it.
0: No doubt, man. I appreciate you always my good brother, man. Hey, man uh, I'll see you soon. My God, thank you coming in on, on your they've been doing this after, after a tough night last night. So I appreciate you. Always my brother. We're just getting real. So hopefully, I will talk to you the week of March man, after you win that title. Get Norfolk up there, man. Thank you, boss, man.
1: But we're just trying to take it one game at a time, man. We got NC Central on our uh, radar coming up, and they're a well-coached team, and they, uh, they're they playing really well right now. They won five in a row. So it's going to be a difficult and challenging game.
0: No doubt. Want do you know this week, Saturday. Want you know, baby. I'm with you. Want you know. I'm with you, brother. From your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right, bro. I'll see you soon, man. Thank you. online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro, college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive a 50% off welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use your promo code Believe B-L-E-A-V, to receive your awards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts, with a proud sponsor,